Hi critics, I am back with another episode of the Black Film Review. I definitely want to apologize for like not uploading and not being consistent. Um, I think we already figured out that I'm not a consistent person. Um, but I just, I, I feel so bad because like, I, I definitely have been busy, um, but I've also just been lazy. Like, it's been ridiculous. Like, I spent so much time sleep and just going through like other stuff. So it's definitely, definitely been a struggle, but new month, new Taz. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm just excited to be back. Uh, so it is December, hashtag birthday month. Um, so for my birthday present to myself, I decided that I'm going to record an episode every single week. Or record the multiple um, episodes in a week, but I'm going to release something every week. That's my birthday goal. That's my promise. That is the last thing I'm going to do for myself in my 25th year. Um, so yeah, and because this month is um, the month of Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa, um, and any other holiday, I'm not too sure what other holidays happen, but those are definitely the big three. I've decided that I am going to... Um, do holiday films so um holiday films were always like my favorite genre as a kid um but because we live in a white you know a white society I know that sounds bad but like it was white movies were easily accessible to me um so I am just excited um so once again I just want to thank you guys and I want you to know that I love you guys (laughs) And I know people feel like that word gets thrown around a lot. But honestly, I love you guys for listening and being here and just being y'all. Like, I definitely appreciate y'all so much. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it. This is The Black Film Review. Hi, I was wondering if I could... She's a single mom with three kids. You know what I want more than anything? What? Just a nice, normal man, even a not-so-nice man. He's a single Santa with an oversized helper. So the film of the week is The Perfect Holiday. The Perfect Holiday is a Christmas movie that was released December of 2007. They were doing it big in 07, you know, vibes, vibes, vibes. I don't know if that was popular for anyone else in 2007, but I feel like that was hella fucking popular. Um, the people I lived around and I don't know if it's because we lived on route 273 or if it was like I don't know but they was doing it big in OSEF allegedly um so anyway so the movie received a 4.7 percent um I'm lying it's not a percentage that's Rotten Tomatoes so it received a 4.7 out of 10 on IMDB and then a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes and honestly at this point Rotten Tomatoes is just a hater and they be coming for every film every film that I have reviewed has been getting low scores on Rotten Tomatoes except there was one movie that was actually pretty high I'm sorry if you guys can hear me flipping through my pages um because yeah like what is going on here i think it was friday friday had the highest one. Oh no 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 house party had a 93 so that is actually the um the highest score on one but anyway um 
so the movie stars Morris Chestnut, Gabrielle Union, Charlie Murphy, I, IRP, <laughs> RIP, um, Cat Williams, oh, sorry, Faison Love, Terrence Howard, and Queen Latifah. Y'all, I don't know why I wrote this down like that, but like, I almost said Gabrielle Union twice. But anyway, um, so let me get into the synopsis so we can just get right to this review because I'm over it. Anyway, so Nancy, Gabrielle Union, a divorced mother of three, feels especially lonely during the holidays. Sensing her sadness, Nancy's youngest daughter, Emily, has a plan to make her mother happy again. She asks Benjamin, Morris Chestnut, a department store's Santa Claus, to pay Nancy a compliment. And Benjamin, who is also struggling, who all, uh, sorry, who is also a struggling songwriter, knows exactly the words to say first of all i just want to point out that i almost made it through that synopsis without getting tongue-tied and i was really proud of myself in my head and me thinking about it is probably why i fucked up the last sentence but anywho um i'm about to destroy this synopsis because it's trash so y'all her name is nancy and she is a divorced mother of three but she only got one daughter so I don't understand why they put the youngest daughter now the youngest child was very accurate because Katie Catherine hold on let me Emily that was her name Emily is the youngest daughter I mean the sorry see even I'm saying stupid shit the youngest child um she has two sons and one of them looks like Cameron and then the other one actually kind of looks like he could be Charlie Murphy's child, I think. And that's that. Because the other ones are like, they're not high yellow, but they, they, I don't know. I don't know. They, they a little lighter skinned than, like just a little bit lighter skinned than um, Charlie Murphy, Gabrielle Union, and the middle child. But that's beside the point. And then they say some stupid shit about how, um, she wants the Santa Claus to pay her mom a compliment. That's not what the little girl asked Santa Claus to do. The little girl asked Santa Claus if he could send someone to pay her a compliment because that's all her mommy wanted. That's literally, she heard it right before she told Santa what she wanted for Christmas. And honestly, she's really a sweet ass little girl because it's so fucking cute. Because then another part in the movie, after he pays her the compliment, she hears her mommy and her friends I don't know why I keep saying mommy but her mom and her friends talk about how they um how she just wants to run into him again to ask him on a date and then she goes back to Santa Claus and does that and like said Santa Claus my mom wants to meet him again so she can ask him on a date and it was so cute like it was that was really cute and I really appreciate the movie it was so cute when I went into reviewing this movie like I was like oh I never seen this movie at all like I don't know what's going on and then like Charlie Murphy popped up on the scene and started acting like Charlie Murphy. Um, And his character was like this weird guy. Like I'm assuming he was like modeled after Diddy because his name was like Jay Jizzy or something like that. Um, So P Diddy, yeah. Um, So I don't know, it was just weird. He had like a whole empire. Like during the whole movie, he's like working on a Christmas album that honestly is trash uh but yeah so like he gave diddy vibes and it was just it was a lot this movie (laughs) is very a lot it's very much y'all it's a lot to unpack um so 
I guess we should pick up where Morse Chestnut goes and pays Gabrielle Union a compliment. So, one, Morris Chestnut, as soon as the little girl tells her mom that she... Let me actually backtrack, y'all. So, um, Rachel Truth and Jill... I can't ever remember her name. Like, but hold on. Let me look it up because I don't want to disrespect my girl like this. Um, But it's Tony from Girlfriends. So, if you guys seen Girlfriends and... Hold on, let me get her name. I know it's Jill something. Jill, Jill, Jill Marie Jones. That one. She low-key, um, yeah. Uh, she low-key could be my aunt. But anyway, so she, um, so she is a friend and so is Rachel Truth. And Rachel Truth plays Mona in, um, Half and Half. I don't know if y'all know that, but it's like, uh, what is it? I know the theme song because as soon as it plays, I'm singing it. Um, through this journey of discovery, finding you and finding me now that I have someone special who brings out the joy inside of me. All right. So anyway, yeah. Um. Anyway, so she's in it and Jill Marie um jones is in it she plays um they play the friends like the friends that the mom hang out with and everything like that but it's so back to what i saying so emily tells santa like i'll compliment my mom once on and morris chestnut morris chestnut <laughs> morris chestnut is right on it like he's like which one your mom like let me see she point out gabrielle union and he's like bet um and he's like okay like she cute uh-huh i really like her like he him and phase on love because phase on love plays his elf and it's just I, as soon as i seen him playing santa i was like why is phase on love not playing santa but i mean i guess like he's not the main character so it makes sense he don't play santa but like y'all know phase on love phase on love little he fat like i mean in the movie they even talk about how phase on love is not playing santa and how weird it is and then Morris Chestnut makes like a low-key a fat joke. <laughs> he says, oh, well, like Santa has to have a lap for them to sit on. I don't know. It was weird because like, yeah, anyway, um, so he's like on it. So a couple of scenes later, um, they are at uh, what turns out to be that one coffee chain that is green um, and white. I'm not going to say their names because they're not paying for anything here. Um, but yeah, so they end up at that coffee chain. They see her going into, uh, um, sorry, my head. They see her going into a dry cleaner across the street. So he's like, you know what? Let me go in there and pay her the compliment. Um, so he goes in there and he ends up paying her the compliment. Sorry, y'all. That was loud. But he goes in there, ends up paying her the compliment. And um does a lot like he drops off his friend jacket face on love jacket acting like he um acting like he had clothes there and like just drops it off and shit and it's so fucking funny because it like becomes a joke and stuff like that but let me back up because i just started looking at my notes which i should have been doing forever so the movie starts and it has this um it honestly uh, the movie literally starts like it's a whole fucking um I, I don't know why I'm drawing the blank, blank, but it literally starts off like, I don't want to, I don't want to sound racist, y'all. 
but fuck it I'm not PC anyway it starts off like a white movie like a white Christmas movie like they have it kind of reminds me of the Grinch but I could be wrong I'm not I don't really remember if the Grinch starts off like this maybe like the animated version but like not the new one like the old one like the really old one I'm sure yeah there's definitely an animated Grinch that's old anyway so um it starts off with they're like having this little cute um thing it's it's Queen Latifah's character in Taron Tower but like the whole time I'm watching it um because clearly I wasn't paying attention the first time I watched the movie I'm like watching it I'm like yo this motherfucker looks like Terrence Howard like is this Terrence Howard is this Terrence Howard and I'm not paying attention at all watching it because the credit literally pops up as soon as Terrence Howard little cartoon McJigger guy pops up on it I don't know I dead ass wasn't paying attention that's yeah it just wasn't but then I see Terrence Howard and I'm like oh yep that was him anywho but the movie starts off like it's a like a white rom-com like um Morris Chestnut goes to pay for something and his money starts to fly away he chases it that's where I thought they were gonna bump into each other I just felt like that was gonna be something that they did but nope that's not where they bumped into each other and then so in the beginning part mother miss christmas or mother christmas or whatever queen latifah's character was in that movie um she is like narrating talking about how great of a person morris chestnut is la 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 and his character is like just so happens to be poor right so um i be feeling so bad like i be feeling like i'm not going in order for y'all and i just be like i hope they following me like please follow me because I feel like if y'all if y'all not following me y'all not gonna want to listen to the podcast and like that's I want y'all to I want y'all to continue be my viewer my viewer I don't, my listeners and shit so just fingers crossed that y'all be understanding where I be going and what I be doing um so Terrence Howard what was I saying oh so they're like going around Morris Chestnut Morris Chestnut is poor and shit but he's like a good guy um so he's like walking um Queen Latifah and Terrence Howard play a lot of different roles like they pop up a few different times in the movie because they are she's the narrator and he's like her I don't know her like her elf I guess because she's Miss Christmas or Mother Christmas or whatever and um so what was I saying oh so they get to this part she they're playing homeless people and she's like she's just there cold like blowing her hands like you know how cold people be doing like rubbing and blowing her hands I never understood that though but anyway it's not me for me to understand so he like has two scarves on for some reason like and I did not understand why he had two scarves on like they could have simply he could have simply had one scarf on and actually gave the scarf off his neck like I like it doesn't make sense that he had two scars on no logical reason in the real world would have made sense for him to have two fucking scarves on like i can't think of any like none of the ones i can think of sorry about that none none of what i can think of makes sense um and i don't want y'all to know that was me cracking my knuckle like i didn't fart like so i'm just throwing that out there because you know so i didn't it was my knuckle I have a crack in my knuckle problem. Anyway, so that was just weird AF. Um. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was weird. But fast forward to what I was saying about how he dropped off his coat. He gave her a compliment. 
and like just dis a fucking peer so she's like trying to figure out like she go back to her friends tell her friends like oh my gosh she was so cute you give me a compliment and she's like they're like well we gotta find them and this is clear this is 2007 so this is before fbi agents on twitter on instagram tracking niggas down this is some i am going to find this person for you and we going they did real detective work like because nowadays me and my friends if we looking for somebody we don't gotta do all that like i don't like nobody has to do what they did today so they end up like doing a whole research like they go back to the dry cleaner they're like who's this man the dry cleaner's like oh we don't know so they're like um so they like stake out at the coffee shop that i was talking about with the green and y'all know what coffee shop i'm talking about um with the expensive lattes and and shit like that um so they fucking um i'm keep saying um y'all and i'm so sorry (sighs) it's been a while and i'm like a little rusty and just bear with me and I also had a like a long ass day at work and it was trash. But anyway, so they go and have this moment at the coffee shop. They're like fucking spying on people and shit like that. Then Faison Love wants to get his jacket back. I don't know if I told y'all this, but more Chestnut in the mo- process still his jacket and like I'ma just drop it off the dry cleaner. So Faison Love, like I want my dra- my jacket back. Like you you bugging, like get my jacket so they go to the dry cleaner and somebody put i don't remember who it was i don't know if it was jill or if it was rachel i don't remember their names in the movie um i just i don't i'm not even gonna look for their names for the movie i'm gonna just call them by their real names jill and rachel um so rachel I, i think it was rachel i don't know which one it was i they like point out they're like oh there's a big guy she was like that's definitely not him and they're like that's jacket big though and so like they go through it at that moment they find out who he is they find out everything about him and all that good stuff um because they end up running into each other after it happens and they like run into him gabrielle union is like so they see each other she's like looking out the window he looks out the car window and they look dead in each other's eyes and he like turns his head so i feel like that made gabrielle union like that put her off like she was like no i don't want to meet him i don't want to do it or whatever so she like runs away and like goes into she like leaves the back way through starbucks fuck yeah so she (laughs) leaves the back way through the coffee shop and ends up like she's checking all these doors on the uh the shops in the thingy and it was weird because she like just walks through this door it ends up being a candy shop and he just so happy like she walks through the back he walks in the front because he's trying to avoid her too and avoid her friends like he doesn't want to be met by them either and so he like walks through the front of it and she like does this i mean they like do this weird thing where they're both hiding in there trying to hide from each other and then they bump into each other and they're like oh la 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 and then she asks him on a date and he like lies about how he's in town for business i don't know if he does it there but either way he they they meet they exchange numbers y'all know how movies go rom-coms they go the people fall in love they start dating la 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 
this man comes up with the idea to lie that he is an office supply salesman like he worked at Dunder Mifflin or something like that I know they did paper y'all if you watched the office I know they sold paper but I'm just saying so um they so he's like lying like he's constantly lying there's so many times in the movie where he could have honestly just told her the truth like he could have come out of his mouth and just been like sis I do this like that's not me that's not it like this is it like it's not it and then to the point he even starts to feel bad like the look because the little girl keeps coming to him and he's like oh I feel like I'm invading her privacy and she's going to Santa on some trustful shit and la 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 and I'm out here just using it against her kids and against the mom and like all this other stupid shit but he has so many times to tell her and then I don't even understand like from my idea my impression salespeople make not bank because like Dunder Mifflin I like I've seen the office but like if you're traveling if you're a traveling salesperson in my mind you make money because businesses are not going to pay for you to travel if the income that you're making while you're traveling isn't a lot um so the concept that he has this beat up car like it's a like it's a beat up car like it's not like compared to her she drives a Range Rover or something like that and he drives like a old Toyota I think like it's like from like maybe the 80s early 90s I don't know it's like really beat up but I'm thinking of 90s Toyotas I think it might it might be like it has to be 80s I think because I remember that Toyota commercial from many years ago when they went through like Toyotas throughout the deck um the years and shit but anyway so it's old like so she has to know he doesn't have money so I'm just confused on why he can't tell this lady the truth like let me see because there was definitely some real stuff that I um that I like I talked about like I don't understand like like yeah so I talk about the car I thought I wrote some other things down I forgot to write them down but there was so many chances where he could have just came clean and he just didn't like even like once like he so he's at his house he's at her house and he gets this um call from uh Jay Jizzy because he is a um of aspiring singer that's they said it aspiring songwriter they said it in the synopsis that i thought was trash and so he gets a call and they're like oh well we want to buy your song we like it la 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 it would fit well in this christmas album then after he hangs up with him to set up a meeting and everything like that he then jay jizzy jay jizzy calls nancy nancy and jay dizzy were married they made those three kids boom and then he answers the phone and everything like that. And in that moment, after he answers the phone, she explains Jay Jizzy is her ex-husband and the kid's father and everything like that. He was excited and she was wondering why he was excited about what was going on because he just got that he, his song was being sold. So y'all, and then it's just like because he I get, he was like scared to tell her he was a songwriter like he could have honestly just told her the truth like Nancy seems like an understanding lady this whole movie so it, it just doesn't make any sense like he starts to flake on her and not want to hang out with her change plans he randomly leaves her house after the phone conversations like he literally puts his jacket on and as she's talking he backs out of the room 
like and she even says something about it and he's like oh yeah I just thought we were done here like I'ma just head out la 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 awesome weird stuff she was trying to have sex with this man and he said I'ma just head out because I don't know I guess he didn't risk he want to risk the chance of the I don't know a lot of weird stuff especially because he was saying that he loved this lady I don't know if y'all I hope y'all didn't just hear me scratch my head like that but it was just weird af um and and then something else that was like weird to me like I don't know um but like I don't know like I feel like he met the kids really quickly like I mean I don't know I don't have kids and like I dealt with somebody with kids and like (laughs) like I don't know I guess like quote-unquote real adults move quicker because they know what they want and stuff but like (laughs) even me to this day nah yeah I would have met the kids but yeah when we was nah when we first definitely started dealing I wouldn't have met the kids like that would have creeped me out like I didn't want to meet his stepmom so I damn sure didn't want to meet the kids that would have been creepy um but my my yeah that's that's a different conversation for a different day maybe even a different podcast if I get a feature on it um but yeah so like I just feel like they met the kids really early like I don't know but even in the moment of him meeting the kids he could have told the fucking truth they end up going bowling with Faison Love and Rachel True because they start dating Faison Love is out here lying about what he do for a living too and so like it's just like they could have just told the truth so well he could have just told the truth so many times but let me real quick side um side note that's what they call <laughs> side note face on love's character like does some weird shit like he, he even he wants to live in the bounty hunter truth so fucking bad that he like puts these like wanted posters in his fucking house like on the walls and shit and it's just so funny like um because that's like where morris chestnut goes after um he finds out that Nancy and Jay's Jizzy was a thing and everything like that. And Face on Love is a bad friend because Face on Love knew, knew, but didn't fucking tell him. And that was weird to me. Like, let me find out that my friend is messing with, I don't like some famous chick ex that they got kids together. Let's say my friends start messing with London on the track. Personally, I would be disgusted by it, but no, that would be backwards right yeah it would be backwards so let's say i don't know let's say oh let's say summer walker break up with her um her boyfriend now i i don't know if y'all know summer walker she a singer this was the only one i could think of and they be in the shade room all the time but um so if summer walker break up with her boyfriend after they have a kid together or they get married and whatever and my friends start dating them and i find out and I start hanging out with his friend and I find out that he is Summer Walker baby dad I mean it's definitely different because social media so like if you on blog sites you see that but like I would tell my friend like I would fill my friend in like especially like if she was trying to work with Summer Walker like that would be weird to me you not filling them in like I don't know just weird maybe I'm just not cut out to be the type of friends that everybody be I don't know I don't know I just I don't know I just hold myself at a higher level Mm -mm -mm. I don't get it it's not for me to get though so it's whatever um but yeah like it just it's a lot (sighs) 
so at some point he allowed like phase on love become cena and i don't know if it was because no because the mall was closed so i don't know when phase on love become cena but if y'all ever seen the gif of phase on love putting on a santa suit it's from this movie it's in this movie and yeah i don't understand why he thought it would make sense a fat man to then put on a fat suit like that just it don't i don't i don't see the correlation like it just don't make sense to me like at all like at fucking all don't make sense but you know what i want to say about this movie this movie was the first time in my eyes in my knowledge that a black man was ever santa so shout out to morris chestnut for being brave enough to be i'm gonna call him the first black santa because i mean he good looking as fuck so it makes sense because you know morris chestnut that's something i would want underneath my tree for christmas okay like morris chestnut then morris chestnut now morris chestnut in the 90s i would want him underneath my christmas tree because he is good looking okay like i mean that black don't crack and honestly gabrielle union in this movie like literally she does not age like she literally looks the same like from bring it on to fucking this movie to fucking now like she looks so good like yo black really don't crack so i'd be really surprised when the people i went to high school with just look so shitty but i guess like if you do drugs every day and then you also do other drugs other than just weed and you smoke tobacco products, I guess you would look old. Like, I guess you would look like you've been through the struggle. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense when I really think about it, but it's just weird to me, y'all. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know, whatever. Um, Again, nothing to do with me. That's not my problems. Can't relate. I don't know. Anyway. Um. So, yeah, like, it's crazy it's so nice and i love it um but so and then to make it even crazier for them to be the black santas and shit they are like literally black santa at like what i think to be the quote-unquote rich mall you know how everybody got like every place has like a rich mall which is funny because in like the state that i'm in um, I'm going to say in Delaware, we have like a rich mall. And when I was growing up, in my eyes, I thought the rich mall was the mall. Even though I knew it was not the rich mall, but it had like, um, for real, for real. So, you know how Hollister and Abercrombie, Abercrombie, Abercrombie and Aeropostale, not so much Aeropostale, but um, they was all, in American Eagle, they was like all big and shit. Um, this was like when like 2012, 2011 and shit in 2013, maybe 2014. But anyway, they were big and stuff like so I thought the one mall was just like exclusive because I lived like 45 minutes, maybe 30 some minutes away from yeah, I'm gonna say 30 minutes because yeah, so 30 minutes away from that mall. So I just felt like anybody parent who was going there to get them that stuff was like lit like your parents loved you. You was out there vibing. 
And for that store purposely, it was quote unquote the Rich Mall to me. But I know that I literally live down the street from the Rich Mall. Like to this day, that is the Rich Mall because the other mall is a hallway that's going out of business. Like every store is going out of business in that one. But anyway, so he, they are the Black Santas at the Rich Mall. And you know, and you know, you know how white people be. White people feel some type of way when fictional characters become other things. Like, and they think it is personal on them. Like, I remember when, like, a couple years ago, they said they was going to have the first Black Santa in, like, Colorado or some shit. And no white people lost their fucking minds, bro. They was out here talking about, let's change, Ro- um, not Rosa Parks, let's change um, the lady with the underground railroad. Oh, what is her name? Harriet Tubman. I don't know how I forgot her name, but Harriet Tubman, let's change her to a white person to the point that I don't know if it was The Onion, the satire um, magazine or internet site. I don't know if it was The Onion or if it was real, but they were going to make a movie starring Jennifer, um, Jennifer Anderson as Harriet Tubman, like as if she was not a real person. And they were comparing that to the Santa problem. And I'm like, Santa is fictional. Santa does not exist. He comes from um, like fable tales and maybe a real person. But honestly, Santa, the Santa we all know is a fictional person. So don't make sense. But anyway, I digress. Um, So they have to live at the Richmond because it's also close to Gabrielle Union's house because she has money. She is the divorcee of a rich man you know like she lives in a mansion or a big house I guess and she drives a nice car like he even makes a joke about like how he's dropping off a lot of money to her anyway um so the fact that uh, y'all it's a lot because the son even go there so I know it was just cool seeing it was black santas and the rich mall anyway um so at some point after the sun sort of oldest son I think his name was John John or JJ or some shit he doesn't like the fact that his mom is happy because you know he's like oh mommy and daddy are gonna get back together la, 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 la. he sees his mom is ha- unsaid like when um what's this boy's name when Benjamin Morris Chestnut stops like dealing with her because he's focused on getting the music with his dad like he don't want to mess that up um so he realizes his mom is sad and he like leaves his dad party because they're not getting the attention and he talks about how he gonna marry the mom and the divorce her again because he don't want it to be serious with benjamin and shit like that like he overhears this so he leaves and he goes to the mall and tells santa that he love him and la 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 and because he finds out that santa is benjamin in the moment um so he runs away so everybody's like looking for him they call the cops you know the cops come everything like that he comes gets been this is the part that i realized i seen the movie because <laughs> i feel like you never forget the costumes that they have on because they have on like it's like imagine like santa's suit but like in yellow like that's literally what they have on like charlie murphy and the three kids like they they look a fucking mess and so they get back there the other son like ends up in one of the christmas trees but the dad don't want to do nothing to help the little boy get down so benjamin you know captain save he went up there like did the most queen latifah helps him get closer because she got the magic it was a lot y'all it was so fucking much but anything at the end of the movie 
he's like ugh, like not the end of the yeah the end of the movie so he comes down there she's like oh I, at that point i guess it's like found out that this happens and everything like that and uh, it's just it it comes and it gets exposed but it doesn't blow up so it's not like one of those regular fucking rom-coms where like it gets bad and they stop talking and then da, 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 da. like no they just go through an awkward phase where like their relationship ends a little bit but then like I feel like days later they end up back together because Gabrielle Union after he decides to leave Gabrielle Union runs after him and that's that like y'all but I just want to say that Jay Jizzy does finish the album because he works on the album the whole movie giving out trash records and Cat William character like bro we can't put this shit out like it's not happening it's not happening but when Jay when the dad because I'm that's what I'm just call him when the dad realized that Benjamin was you know dealing with Gabrielle Union's character he's like no I don't want the song on my album and Cat Williams is like no bro but that's that's the best song on the album so it's gonna be there like I don't know what you're talking about he gets fired he fires everybody because he even fired his son JJ like from being his son like he was drawling y'all like drawling they even make a joke about it later <laughs> and the little girl's like daddy fired john john and like it's, it was just hilarious and then cat williams like yeah daddy fired me too and then he signs benjamin they live happy ever after you know how that shit happens and that's really the closing of the movie y'all it really is but i did skip over this and i want to talk about queen latifah hair in this movie a lot of the times you can't really see it because you got a hat on right but the opening scene, I don't know why they put that fucking wig on her. They could have put straight backs on her and kept it the fuck moving. They could have threw back like she was fucking Cleo in this bitch because I don't know why they put that fucking stupid ass wig on her. She looked a fucking mess in the wig. And it wasn't her looking a mess in the wig. It was the wig was a fucking mess. And that's why she looked like that. Like, it was bad as fuck. Like, they, they knew better. They fucking knew better, y'all. Like, they really fucking knew better. I don't... I'm going to stop repeating myself because they fucking knew. Like, they fucking knew. And that's that. So, time for me to give my review. Well, not my review, but to give my rate. The official black film review rating is... I'm going to say this movie is a seven, not, mm, this movie is a six, maybe a five and a half out of ten. It's, it's a holiday movie and it's starring black people. It's a holiday film, it's starring black people and some funny black people's in it, some good looking black people's in it. Um, it got a bunch of different shades of black people in the movie and they all play different roles um, I y'all I don't know I know it's a lot of long pauses but I don't there's not really much except for the fact that i i like and i this is what gave it the high rating for me i like the fact that they 
literally made it like a quote-unquote white movie like it was literally like especially the beginning part like it was just that would that's what drew me in and I genuinely like it like it was like the black experience but like a nice version of the black experience and I like that like this was like it was just like you could literally see white people playing these roles and I love that like I love when movies are like that like because everyone for some reason feels the need to make a black movie that's focused on the black struggle and not every black person is out here struggling and I'm just happy that they made this movie um like this so that's why I gave it I gotta pick a number because I can't say 5.5 and 6 so I'm gonna give it a six y'all because that's the higher rating and I'm gonna just give it a six that's just how I feel about it and yeah um (laughs) it was good y'all it was um I would I don't know if I would recommend this movie though like it's I would I would recommend this movie and specifically say exactly what I said if you want to see a movie where black people are just playing roles and anyone can play these roles by anyone I mean any race any creed any ethnic group anybody can play these roles I I would I would recommend this movie to you I would definitely 110% there's no second guessing it I would recommend this movie you know it's whatever though (laughs) 